This is Optimal Relationships Daily, episode 534. Getting past the guilt of me time as a mom and when spending time with your kid is <gasps> boring. Both by Julie Morgenstern of juliemorgenstern.com. Hey, old friend, I'm Joss Marie, and welcome back to my show where I bring you some of the best relationship content we can find. And just a little side note that many of our listeners actually enjoy listening on their way to work for an inspiring start to their day. And today, I'll be narrating two posts by New York Times bestselling author Julie Morgenstern. And I'm always excited to share tips for the journey of parenting, so let's get right into Julie's posts and start optimizing your life. Getting Past the Guilt of Me Time as a Mom by Julie Morgenstern of juliemorgenstern.com When Glenn Close won a Golden Globe for her role in The Wife earlier this year, she said something in her acceptance speech that made me stand up in my own living room and say preach. She talked about her mother, who'd spent her life supplementing herself to her father, and who, in her 80s, told Close that she felt she hadn't accomplished anything because of it. Quote, Women, we're nurturers. That's what's expected of us. We have our children. We have our husbands, Close said. But we have to find personal fulfillment. We have to follow our dreams. We have to say, I can do that, and I should be allowed to do that. End quote. Most moms I know and work with feel guilty taking time for themselves. Many dads do too, by the way. As parents, we carry a belief system that raising kids is about sacrifice and any time we take for ourselves is selfish. But is it? Or does self-care truly make us better parents? Here are three reasons why me time is the opposite of selfish. Number one, as a parent, one of your jobs is to role model what it means to be a happy adult. Number two, to have the patience and energy to be there for your children, fueling yourself must be part of your equation every day. And number three, you have interests and unique talents and skills to offer the world, and you should be able to share them. As it happens, the years we are raising our children happen to be the peak of our own adult development years. No one ever talks about that, but it's true. While we are raising kids, we are establishing careers, cultivating marriages and adult social lives, and getting to know ourselves as people. No wonder we feel those internal conflicts. And if we ignore, neglect, or abandon those components of our being, we feel empty and unfulfilled. We lose touch with who we are, and it's that much harder to really be present for our kids. Most people not along in agreement when I say this, but in the midst of all the other demands on parents' time, work, family, health, can there possibly be enough time in the day? The short answer is yes, but it's a different kind of time. It will look different from the long, wandering walks with friends or six-hour marathon dates you once enjoyed. Time for yourself when you're a parent has to take on a different form, but that doesn't mean it's any less restorative. In my research for Time to Parent, I discovered that what kids really need from their parents are short bursts of concentrated attention delivered consistently. That's 5 or 10 or 15 or 20 minutes of focused presence a few times throughout the day. You need to do the same thing for yourself. Start with just a couple daily 10 to 20 minute doses of self-care per day. Maybe you sit and eat your lunch, no phone in hand, and really feel the warmth of the tea in your cup and enjoy the taste of your sandwich. You might build in some time to craft or practice an instrument during the evening. Perhaps you arrange to take a short walk or talk to a friend for a few minutes on the phone. Work on folding those moments into the rhythm of your day and see how it makes you feel. We all get the same 168 hours in a week. Try as we might, we can't add more hours to the day. 
Time is a finite resource, but being fully present, concentrating on just one thing at a time, and learning to deliver undivided attention in short bursts, whether it's on yourself or your kids, has the effect of stretching time, making it feel like there is more to every hour. Try it. Time for yourself is as essential to your ability to be a parent as all of the hours you so lovingly devote to your children. When spending time with your kid is <gasps> boring by Julie Morgenstern of juliemorgenstern.com. As we begin a new year, parents everywhere are recommitting to being more present with their children, whether that means leaving work at the office or spending less time on their phones. Amidst all this resolve is one uncomfortable truth that often goes unsaid. Hanging with your kids, no matter how much you love them, can be boring. Super boring. I'm thinking of all the parents who tell me about endless games of Candyland and the pleas from their kids to watch me skateboard or shoot baskets or build Lego castles. Slowing down to the pace of your child can be challenging. Too often, parents end up going through the motions, checking their Twitter feeds, only paying half attention and then they feel terrible for not being present. First, you are not alone. I can't tell you the number of parents who've admitted these feelings to me. And second, you are not a bad person for thinking time with your kids is occasionally boring. It is actually boring. As adults, we want to enjoy the fun time we get to spend with our kids. Our natural inclination is to do something that's interesting to us and drag our kids along for the ride. But that's not what this fun time, what I call relating time and time to parent, is best used for. Instead, it's time that's best devoted to exploring your child's world, to seeing what they're interested in and delighted by. That's how you really get to know and connect with your child as a fellow person in the world. Of course, what interests them is naturally going to be different from what you as an adult are excited about. As much as we'd love our children to enjoy shopping for textiles or watching college basketball or going to the latest exhibit at the art museum, left to their own devices, they'd probably prefer to do something else, right? So, what's a mom and dad with good intentions to do? Give up on the idea that you're going to enjoy the activity at hand. That's, in the immortal words of Dana Carvey impersonating George H.W. Bush, not going to happen. Instead, be curious about what makes your child so engaged in the activity. Study it. Take notice of what challenges them, what makes them laugh, what makes them excited. Not only that, pay attention to what skills and characteristics they are demonstrating to you with their engagement. In their 17th game of Candyland, perhaps they show great sportsmanship, not getting upset when someone else draws the vaunted cupcake card. Or, while practicing the 79th ollie on their skateboard, you see how persistent and resilient they are. Or, after an hour of Fortnite, you notice what close attention they pay to the tiniest details of the game. Spending time in your child's world, fully immersed without judgment or agenda or distraction, can be a front row seat to really understanding who your child is. You just listened to the post titled, Getting Past the Guilt of Me Time as a Mom, and When Spending Time with Your Kid is <gasps> Boring, by Julie Morgenstern of juliemorgenstern.com. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda, you never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. As a busy mom myself and one who's been finding it really tough to fit in time for working out lately, 
I can't tell you how much I appreciate being reminded that me time is the opposite of selfish. And Julie's second post is a great reminder of how a slight change in perspective can help us view our children's growth and character in a whole new way. But with that, I'm going to go ahead and wrap it up. Thanks so much for joining me here today, and I'll see you again tomorrow with the final post of the week, where your optimal life awaits. Hello, Life Optimizer. This is Justin Mollick, creator and producer of this podcast, but also Optimal Living Daily, the show where I read to you from even more blogs covering finance, productivity, minimalism, personal development, and more from incredible bloggers like Derek Sivers, Zen Habits, Mark and Angel, The Minimalists, and all the ones you hear on this show too. So if you enjoyed today's episode and like taking amazing blogs on the go, come on over to Optimal Living Daily and subscribe to that one too. And together, we'll start optimizing your life. You've been listening to Optimal Living Daily. Be sure to hit the subscribe button to stay up to date on each new episode and head to oldpodcast.com. That's oldpodcast.com for a free gift as well as more actionable tips and resources to help you maximize your potential. Thanks for joining us. And remember, your optimal life awaits.